0: Your life is worth finding what it is you're supposed to do. And that is the quote of the day. Welcome back to The Quote of the Day Show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you hear just a little bit more excitement in my voice today it's because I am super excited that we are back. I love doing this show. We're back with brand new episodes Monday through Friday until, until there are no more motivational clips to play for you, which very likely will never happen because while we were gone over that two-week break, A few things happened. The first thing, this is huge, is I was able to get a little partnership with Nightingale Conant. And if you don't know about Nightingale Conant, they are one of the, the pioneers in personal development. They're like one of the leaders in personal development for the last 50 years. If you go over to the website, nightingale.com, they've got CDs and DVDs and MP3s of all of the best motivational talks you will ever hear. They've got Jim Rohn. They've got uh, today's guest, Les Brown over there. They've got uh, Tony Robbins, Wayne Dyer. Everybody you can think of, they've got their talks over there. So please visit their website and support them because without Nightingale Conant, we would not be able to have five days of content for this show. So again, that's nightingale.com. Please visit them. Another thing that happened is we got new music. The last music... For our pilot week episodes was right, but it was also kind of corny and long. And so I wanted to jump into the show a little bit faster and also have some music that's more representative of me because I like a little hip hop and I like to bob my head. And so I hope you love the music as well. I've got one more thing for you before we get to Les Brown. This is really important. So I got some feedback about this during our pilot week. Ideally, you would like to have your new episode first thing in the morning from what I understand. Now, it's a little bit tricky because when I upload a new podcast, sometimes it takes 12 to 18 hours to post to iTunes as well as Stitcher. So there's a delay and I can't figure it out. So if you wanna be sure that you get it first thing in the morning, that it's there for you first thing in the morning, be sure to subscribe on iTunes. If you have an iPhone, go to your podcast app, your iTunes will open up, search for the quote of the day show and just hit the subscribe button. And if you really wanna be super, super awesome, awesome. Rate the show and also leave a review because it really, really helps the show. Uh, With Google Play, I'm going to have to, um, I don't know that very well, so I have to learn more about that for Android users, but try downloading Google Google Play and subscribe to the show because what happens is for subscribers, you instantly get the show as soon as I upload it. But for non-subscribers, you're going to have to wait 12 to 18 hours for it to post to the iTunes store as well as to Stitcher. So please subscribe. Okay, that's it for that. Now, Les Brown is our speaker today. And I've had the pleasure of seeing Les Brown in person. And that man can speak. He will blow your mind. Dan, you know, it's Monday. And ideally, I would like to play a Monday morning pick-me-up for you guys. But today's talk is more of a Monday morning wake you up. Because there are too many people driving to work right now to a job they hate. And Les talks about that, and he talks about following your calling, doing what you love to do, and also conquering fear. And I know you're going to love this, so here's Les Brown.
1: See, if you know what your life work is, I encourage you to start working on it. If you can't do it all at one time, do just a little bit of it. And if you don't know what it is that you showed up to do, if you don't know why you're here... I encourage you to find out what your purpose is here, what is the meaning of your life? What will be different? Have you ever asked yourself that question? I've done that. I, I remember coming from a friend of mine's funeral and I was reflecting on how much time I had left. And I went for a walk in a park thinking about this guy whose life was so promising. And I mean, he wasn't an old guy, he was quite young in fact. And I thought about all of the things that he said he was going to do, and he never got a chance to do those things. And I started thinking about my own life and how much time I had left to do the things that I would like to do. And at that time, I wasn't sure what my life purpose was, what my life's work was. I wasn't sure about it at that time. And I thought about it quite a lot. I had some idea, but I I wasn't convinced, that I don't think I felt worthy. I didn't believe that it could be me to do this kind of work that I'm doing right now. And I say to you that if you begin to take a conscious effort to find out what it is that you're supposed to do, I say that it can literally save your life. I said that it can literally save your life. I was telling a group of people of a study that was conducted. Dr. Larry Darcy who wrote a book called Recovering the Soul he said human beings are the only living species that has achieved the dubious distinction of dying or having a stroke or a heart attack on a certain day if you ask most people what would you say the primary cause of why people will have a heart attack or stroke. Many people will say, well, because they smoke cigarettes or because of high cholesterol or because of stress or because of obesity. And all of those things are contributing factors. But ladies and gentlemen, more heart attacks take place in this country on Monday morning between 8 and 9 a.m. That's when the majority of people who have their first heart attacks have them. 85% of the American public, according to recent studies, are going to jobs that they hate, working on jobs that do not challenge them. They get sick thinking about going. (laughs) Migraine headaches. After the Sunday afternoon football game, or 60 minutes, the anxiety began to build. And come Monday morning, they drop dead of a broken heart. Some of you ought to think about not going to work on Monday. (laughs) Think about that. are literally dying to go to work. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Because, see, when you go to a job and and you already know how far you can go, you can already see that proverbial glass ceiling. It's like going to a movie when you've gone in in the middle of a movie and you've seen the end, and and you sit there to afford to start all over again, but something is missing. You know what the outcome is going to be. You can't get excited about going through that movie all over again. Am I correct? See, when you're going someplace, and you already know how much you're going to make. You already know how far you can go. You're in a dead-end position. It erodes your self-esteem. It lowers your sense of yourself. It creates some inner turmoil. It creates an emptiness in you. So I say that your life is worth finding what it is that you're supposed to do. And I'm not saying quit your job, I'm saying find it and do just a little bit of it. When I wanted to become involved in speaking, I started just learning quotes, listening to other people's tapes, going to seminars, going to workshops. Asking other people to help me. Just start working at it just a little bit, but do find out what your work is and hold on to it and don't let your dream go. Don't let it go. See, and here's something else I want you to begin to look at. Why is it that most people don't pursue their dreams or don't do better than what they're doing if they're capable of doing it? I think that many of us don't go the next step because we don't know what to do yet. (laughs) And I say that that the reason that we don't even explore the possibility of what to do is because subconsciously we don't believe that it can happen for us and we don't believe that we deserve it. So here's what I'm suggesting. How much time do you spend working on you? How much time do you spend every day working on your dream? In the last 90 days, how many books have you read? and the last year what new skill or knowledge have you acquired what kind of investment have you made in you so I'm saying that as you begin to look at where you want to go if you want to make it today and things are changing so fast you have to literally run to stand still I'm saying that you've got to make some conscious effort to begin to work to develop you here's something else Most people are not living their dreams because of fear, ladies and gentlemen. I was in Columbus, Ohio yesterday speaking for a particular Ohio department, young lady named Karen who greeted me, who organized the event, very talented, very skillful. And she was talking about she wanted to become involved in the consulting business. I said, why aren't you doing it? I said, you have the abilities. I said, you're not here because they like you. You're here because you're doing the job. You're making things happen. And she came up with all kind of ideas, but finally she said, I guess I, I can't see myself doing it. I guess I'm afraid. Fear, limited vision, and lack of self-esteem is what keep most people doing things they don't want to do. I was, flew from Columbus, Ohio, to Denver, Colorado, to a major communications company. And the person that picked me up at the airport told me about the fact that the company was planning on having a major downsizing. And they offered some of the employees there an early retirement, and some of them will earn as much as $300,000. And they said, this is the last time that you can take this offer. If you don't do it, when we have the downsizing, you might be among those who will lose their jobs, and all you will get is your severance pay. And only 50% of the people who were eligible to take the $300,000 took it. The others were afraid to take a chance on themselves. The others couldn't see themselves beyond that company. They couldn't see life after that company. Fear, ladies and gentlemen, can hold you back from doing something that you know within yourself that you are capable of doing, but it will paralyze you. And it seemed like you're in a hypnotic spell. And I ask you a question. What is the benefit? What's the benefit of allowing fear to hold you back? What's the benefit of giving up on yourself? Of not stepping out on life and taking life on. What is the benefit for you? What's the plus in that? It's one of the things I had to ask myself. See, I didn't want to make any mistakes. I wanted everybody to like me. I wanted to be perfect the first time I did something. It's not going to happen. You're going to make some mistakes. You're going to hurt some folks' feelings. You're going to create some enemies. Whenever you decide that you want to begin to take life on. You've got to ask yourself, how long am I going to allow this to hold me back? I like what Zig Ziglar says. He said, fear is false evidence appearing real.
0: I told you, Les Brown can speak. That man is powerful. If you ever get the opportunity to see Les Brown speak on stage, don't even hesitate. Just go, because... That man can change your life in an hour. He is absolutely incredible. That particular clip came from a program called The Power of Purpose with Les Brown. It's 12 30-minute talks that will inspire the heck out of you. I listen to him while I'm on my walks around the neighborhood. I, I do not like traffic. I try to avoid traffic as, as, as best I can. But if I'm in traffic, I listen to Les Brown because it just makes it go by so much faster. A couple of things that I wanted to point out from his talk. Remember Les said... That he got started by reading quotes. And that's exactly what you're doing right now, except that instead of reading quotes, you're actually listening to the quotes as well as the context that the quote came from. And he also talked about how he started reading lots of books and attending seminars. And, you know, I have a lot of friends and people I consult with who just don't like, you know, or they say that they don't have time to read. And I always say, hey, put one hour in a day. One hour when you wake up, one hour during your your lunch break maybe, or maybe one hour before bed just to wind down. Because if you do that, just one hour a day, that's 365 reading hours in a year. That's a little over 940-hour weeks of reading you can get done in a year. And imagine how much that is going to change your life. That's going to shift your mindset for the better so you can get exactly what you want from your life and do exactly what you want to do. And so listen to this one over and over because there's lots of nuggets. I'm going to bring Les back next week with another clip you're going to enjoy and I will see you tomorrow. Thanks so much for tuning in. Peace.